This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your clothes as PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 222 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. This week, we're doing a crazy mashup for the crew. So I'm your host, and potato skin covered in crispy bacon, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as always, is the yummiest plate of skirt steak tacos, Alex of Rona. Alex, what is your choice of salsa? I had... I, that's like a that's a that's a like a normal rotation for me is skirt steak tacos. I'd say probably twice a month, and uh, now I'm real hungry. <laughs> Got some leftovers in the fridge though. That's gonna be lunch tomorrow. Just like some skirt steak. Like I don't eat anything. Maybe maybe an egg. Also, this is making me real hungry. Yeah, it's making me real hungry. Um, salsa. Uh, you said I'm guessing verde, and you know that's absolutely correct. That's a, that's a <laughs> oh man. Guy. I have, well I have GERD. I can't go too hot, so Verde is like a nice flavor. Yeah, do you make it yourself, or do you get some of that store-bought? I have made it myself, but no, lately I go store-bought. I haven't really had the time. Yeah, you just have to find the right the right supermarket to purchase it at, because you don't want to... I don't know. Sometimes you get the like garden salsa, and it's it's not great. So Just oh, yeah, got to make no, sure it's uh, not from New York City. <sighs> I don't, New York City. I don't consider uh, anything that comes in a jar. Robin's <laughs> is right across the street from a Latin, a Latin grocery. So yeah. Oh, very there. nice. There you go. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, very nice, Alex. Very nice. But not as nice as Mr. Chicken Sandwich. Yep. I like to imagine him soaked in some garlic buffalo sauce. Joel DeWitt. Any additional toppings? Um, I, pickles? I feel like pickles is a, a good mainstay on a sandwich like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some lettuce if you're feeling like having some roughage on the sandwich. Uh, if it's particularly uh, saucy, might do like a little bit of mayo on the bun just to sort Ooh. of like cut into it. Not, or maybe, maybe blue cheese. Just get that ranch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cut it with mayo. <laughs> never, never thought I'd hear that. There's a bleep in there now. It oh, what did he say? He said ball shirt. <gasps> does, Is that does a that, swear? Br- Brock, you get to decide whether or not that counts. <laughs> that absolutely counts, Brock. You know it. <laughs> oh no! Does, does, does that mean I have video game punishments? <laughs> video yeah. game punishment. Dude, you, you gotta always. buy that Lion King game and then you gotta play it. <laughs> oh, two come on. hours. I, I, I don't need to. Hours. I don't need to buy it. I think it's on yeah. my. Uh, oh. Super NES Classic or something. I'll just dig that bull. And there it is again. Uh, I mean, wow. it's, it's already. I've broken the seal. I might as well just go all in at this point. I don't, think I don't know if like that counts. That. I think you might have to do four hours now. No, that oh. doesn't sound right. Well, <laughs> it should. Right. It could. It should get progressively worse the more you do it. So <laughs> try and try and calm it down a little bit. 
Uh, <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> oh yeah, we're uh, we're such a scrumptious group of guys here. Finally, let me introduce a steamy plate of meat and cabbage, Alec Parks. Yeah, I feel like it's a missed opportunity, but it's still just a dish I can't turn away. Mmm, like that. See that? See that guy in the bottom frame, looking like an absolute treat? Yeah, I'm talking about you, Alex. We <laughs> 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 waiting all week to say that. Okay, now I can uh, knock it off. <clears throat> hey, Somebody internet needs to call HR. <laughs> we Alex is HR. We yeah. talked about. All oh, right. He's the one that taught you me that. You should see us at cons. It's real rough at cons. There's a lot of like. It is a lot of touching. It was inappropriate. A lot of forward statements there. Yeah. And again, he's the one who taught me the the whole treat thing. So, yep. blame him. All right, internet. Well, you should come and stay a while while sipping some of this boba that is super GG yep. radio. You like that? Mm. All right. Nothing. Uh, nothing like some refreshing tapioca. It's a lot more appealing than, like, 15 years ago. Did you guys have a lot of tapioca growing up? Like, I didn't get into it until boba became a thing. Oh, I did. I love tapioca pudding. Yeah. I'm a big pudding person, like, as a whole. Love pudding. Like, all day. Joel? I, uh, yeah, it was it was boba, my yeah. first introduction. What was really weird, last time I got bubble tea, uh, was on a vacation, and I got it. And I didn't specify what they were putting in it, and they were like these things like popped instead of the actual Ooh. tapioca. Ooh. Totally ruined the mood. <laughs> 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 just, just not my expectation. It was most disappointing part of my trip. Popping boba just has such a different mouth feel. It's 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 hollow, <laughs> and it has this little like crackle to it. It's wrong. It's wrong. The word mouth feel. You know. Yeah. It, we're sophisticated here. I like to. I watched. There was a good like five years where I watched nothing but Food Network. So mouthfeel has become like a normal thing in my vocabulary. You like to toss it in there, guy. Mm? <laughs> it's got real good mouthfeels. Like some croutons, you toss it in. Makes All right. Crunchy. So it turns out this is a video game podcast. So uh, this week we're gonna go ahead and fuel your nightmares and early adopters. Uh, tell the news about our summer vacation. And then return from the ashes and early adopters. No, that doesn't sound right. That, that mm-hmm. doesn't sound right at all. One of those should be the backlog. Hey, backlog. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna return from the ashes and the backlog. Sorry, I'm also real mad that I see Sea of Stars in the backlog, and that game isn't even out. So <laughs> somebody needs to figure out their life here. I'll give you I'll give you early adopter time to talk about Sea of Stars. Fair. But I'm not giving you backlog time. <laughs> the game by is the time by the time I, that this no podcast would have definition gone live. of early adopters. You're defeating the <laughs> definition. We are of it. really like we have not gotten to games yet. Let's we I, should probably talk. No, about I think we games. need to hash this out. Let's okay. let let's figure this out real quick. We're gonna so, go on the internet. Let, let's let's decide the parameters of this. It, an early it, adopter. Do, do we have like a time range from release that counts as early adopter? Like, is it a one to two week frame post launch? I when Alex introduced me on the podcast, he said that early adopters are anything that has been released within the last two months. And I think that we've gotten 
more specific, and we've not done that as much. But the day it, we're releasing this on what? This will be on podcast form, just audio on the twenty eighth, or it'll be on yeah, the twenty seventh. Well, it had to be the twenty eighth in order to uh, make sure we're not breaking embargo. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> well, to, in in both Joel's defense and also to to make a snide comment at Joel, podcast supposed to go up on Sunday, Joel. Oh snap! I and just that- figured nobody noticed because nobody said anything, <laughs> so I did the set the rules. So just like you've been snarking on TikTok against me, we know Joel. I notice. Jokes on you. There are no rules. Look, I'll I'll <laughs> gladly let you send me any lore videos you'd like to. It's just not a guarantee I'm gonna look at it. Uh, especially for Skibbity Toilet or other Roblox games. Skibbity Toilet. Skibbity Toilet. Yeah. Can don't know what that is. Now? Don't don't care to find out. Oh, there's an episode one through fifty seven uh series list. You know, they're they're only like twenty seconds long. it'll take you like 20 minutes to see everything i'm not doing that but you know what i am doing i'm gonna take us to early adapters where we play alphas betas and games that drive me bonkers um i'm gonna do it this week we're gonna talk about spider fox spider hyphen fox whose idea was this we all know whose idea it was that was a me thing wasn't it yeah it was yeah yeah, it looked real weird. So, Alex doesn't like spiders. No. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine I mean, there so are people. The, that's, the, the difference here is that there are people, a la our friend of the pod, uh, podcast and streamer friend, uh, Kevin Hartwig, uh, has uh, a deathly fear of spiders. I've seen him scream uh, very violently at the idea of spiders. It used to be a fun thing to, to say there was a spider near him. Uh, but it actually became mean because he is so deathly afraid. For me, I just am. Uh, I don't. I don't love them. I don't need them. Don't got to be around them. Do you need so, one in the shape of a fox? I absolutely don't. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need a fox with eight legs. Crit, uh, you know, a little critter crawling around a forest, shooting little spindly webs. And grappling hooking everywhere. And that's what Spider Fox is. Spider Fox is a character platformer uh, throwback to, you know, your Mario 64s and your your uh, Crocs, as you will. You know, Croc uh, for PlayStation 1. Uh, it's... There's a there's a new kind of resurgence in this kind of like, hey, you remember the N64? We can still make games like that. Here you go. <laughs> Super Kiwi 64, I beat that last year, was a two-hour N64 uh, experience. Now, uh, Spider Fox is very similar. You, uh, There was a mad scientist who put together a bunch of abomination of animals together. I believe I saw, what, a dog chicken? Yeah. Was it dog, mm-hmm. dog chicken? And then there was a there was a deer, a deer raccoon, I believe, or something like that. There yep. was like a deer raccoon. And uh, you have the power to heal them with your webs. And so you crypty crawl around. You can separate them with your webs. There's no healing healing the damage that's That's already been done. The word, (laughs) the text, the text they say in the game is heal them with your webs. And I'm telling you right now, 
you can't heal the damage that was done to those poor animals. <laughs> You're talking you about say, emotional you might, you might damage. Set. The physical damage, you can. <laughs> the the physical damage, you can. Will they need years of surgery? Or not surgery. Will they need years of therapy? therapy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, but Yeah, they, they need raccoon therapy. Yes. <laughs> but you, they are no longer uh, two Glued creatures together. combined. Yes. It's not actually the act of gluing them together, but it's just uh, mixing and matching. The body, of, the body of one with the head of another. Well, That's general. But, but it's it's to the point where the spider fox is the head of the fox, but his body even has the tone and the color of the, like a fox on a spider torso. Mm. So It's like it if is, you skinned a fox in a real creepy way and put his fur all over a spider. It's a weird... I kept what, thinking, this you have spider a way is just wearing with a... words. <laughs> what, would you rather have it be a fox body and a spider head? No, I would have rather... <laughs> no, I would have rather been a spider body. Well, no, that also would have been gross. The whole idea is gross. That's what I'm getting at. But in this case, it feels like and looks like if a spider had murdered a fox and lived in its carcass, and it was upsetting. That's, but, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> oh, a spider wearing a fox suit. His a, tail? A, a furry, yeah, but not a like a real spider. suit. A spider like it had furry. Done something, and it had tail? done something wrong to this fox. I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm going to ask again. And the tail? <laughs> Did it have a tail? It did have a tail. A tail I tried not adorable. to look at the fox, guys. I tried not to look at the fox. Whenever the opportunity arose, I looked away. I looked everywhere play? but the fox. <laughs> All right. Which, which arguably, that means they were effective. They did what the, they did the thing they set out to do. That's fine. I will say this game was adorable in its in its in its level design and its you know characters. You would get gems for upgrades. And if you charged up your webs, you would do a super web, which could take out drones that were uh, made by the mad scientists. And your job was to shoot webs at the animals to get to uh, separate them. And then you would uh, also upgrade your jumps. You had a grapple hook webbing. And uh, that's that sums it up roughly, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, so, um, yeah. This is a really good, like, taste of what this game could be. It's pretty big. The demo really gave you an open area to explore. Uh, uh, there's also a... Uh, did you guys take the time to do the web swinging challenge stage? I did yes. it once. Mm-hmm. I got uh, 45 seconds. Okay. Oh, you guys, you actually got a time. Yeah. I felt yeah. like I could not get a hold of the web swinging, like, at all. Really? And that could be me. That could be an, uh, I could, that could have been a fault of mine. So I end up just being like, I don't know. I just kind of want to get to the end because I don't know if I can grasp. I wasn't good at grasping the grapple hook mechanics. Yeah, it can be a little bit tricky. How, so in my experience with it, you know, finding items was not too difficult but were you able to find a lot of the food and the web like the regular webs after a while or did it just seem like you ran out of them it kind of uh, seemed like you ran out what you got was what you got mm -hmm. i found a bunch of them there was a lot of treasure chests that had extra webs in there and mm -hmm. i was collecting gems up the wazoo and i think that so 
I guess the, the most recent, uh, I brought it up already once, but I guess the most recent example I have is uh, with the Super Kiwi 64 in that I feel like the sweet spot is a smaller environment. I feel like, like, like for instance, you know, let's go to the classic Mario 64. That first Babam level, while it feels like there's a lot in there to explore, it's actually relatively small in scope and scale. Like the, you, you, you hit walls pretty fast and it keeps you that there, like every, there is every corner is generally filled with an activity. And if there isn't space for an activity, they don't use it. There's just, it's a wall. And I feel like with spider Fox, I feel like this could benefit from a little bit of just like, just bring it in, just bring it in mm. a little bit because there was a lot of sprawling space that I end up just like walking from point a to point b to get to i, I the think that might activity. be your problem because the web swinging that mm -hmm. was a lot of what i was doing i was like oh uh, i can okay. do this pretty effectively and then like zip around i was in a for some reason i was like at one point in like a giant field with like nothing around mm, i thought that there were still some trees i didn't think you had to go very far in order to find them i just i still felt like there was a a lot to do there were oh oh yeah <laughs> tons there's of animal lot, combinations i didn't even see what there were <laughs> 70 or something ridiculous it was some obscene yeah. number when you walk into the stage and i was like what there oh, were definitely some repeats though it oh, wasn't yeah. 70 unique combinations and yeah. uh, if you got a pineapple that was made all web super webs <laughs> for a couple yeah. of seconds yeah that's yeah. pretty cool eternal uh multicolor rainbow there was one that like it temporarily highlighted all the spots where the animals were yes uh, i wish it lasted longer <laughs> oh yeah. there was also um you there's a lady like an there's a couple of npcs that give you like little mini quests and stuff and there was one lady that goes if you give me like a thousand webs i'll give you a mini map and i was like <laughs> uh no are you nuts but there was a power up i got that gave me the mini map for like 15 seconds yeah and i was like well that's that that was enough of like Okay, I'm gonna memorize the positioning of the things on the mini map that I should go see next. And it was like, you know, okay, up, up like northeast, and one to just straight east. Okay, those are the two points that I'm gonna go to next. So, so I think it did. It did a, it, it, this game is very effective in selling what it's trying to do. I think that this is a good, uh, like, good start and a good idea. You also did you guys go to? Did, did you guys see any other levels? Because there was a couple... I think there was other maps. I don't think no, I got I down to the of. forest. Yeah. 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 But I, I did go back and upgrade at one point. I was like, yeah, I got like a thousand of these gems, and I don't know what to... And I went back, and I was like, oh, that spent these super quick. <laughs> nice. I kind of wish the gems got you the permanent mini-map instead of the mm, hidden the webs. coins. Oh, was it the coins or the webs that... Somebody, it was the webs. It was a thousand webs. The coins, the guy would give you something. Yeah. Special. I can't remember. Oh, the guy told me he would give me a mini-map for three coins. Maybe that was it. Oh, the lady said something for a thousand webs, though. There was a yeah, she'd give you a hint to where one of the coins it was. That's, that's what Oh, it, but, that's what it is. Okay, you're right. But I never had that many webs because I was too busy trying to survive. <laughs> it felt like I my... I got like six... Webs uh, were super weak, so I had to keep using the charged attack to go after things. Does that cost more webs? Yeah, it does. It does. 50. Okay. It's wow. a hefty fee. 
You should feel bad. I guess bad. I wasn't seeing it. I saw, I saw like three drones, Max. And if I didn't think I could, they were easily avoidable. Well, it was the drones and then the rock monsters. The rock monsters oh. fell to regular webs. They could, yeah. But I was like, get away from me! Ah! And I kamehameha them in the face. Nice. With my <laughs> butt webs. You like that, I Alex? I don't think they were coming out your butt. Where else do webs come out of? Well, in this case, it seemed like it was coming out of his mouth. Hmm. That, that anatomy doesn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. What about, what about <laughs> Spider Fox do you think has to be accurate anatomy? Uh, it's a spider and a fox already, so. <laughs> I don't think that they were going for accurate anatomy. All right. On a scale of terribly uncomfortable to, uh, you know what, just tell me if you're going to wishlist this one. Who's who's gonna wish list it? Anybody? It's I, just not really the type of game I typically go for. It, it, it's one of those three D like collectathon style games, and and I think it. Uh, Joel, why do you hate Banjo Kazooie? Well, that you that's where it, I was just going. Like Mario sixty four has. You've said it enough times that we all know, Joel, that you don't like Banjo Kazooie. What's your problem with Banjo Kazooie? I I that's feel like I've rarely said Spyro's better. That that's all I'm gonna say. About. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Am I wrong? He took one foot off of his Nintendo Nintendo pedestal and used uh, it to climb higher. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, who was it? Was it Devin Sawa or whatever? Who's Spyro? Still. I sure. I. So what you're saying is that you hate banjo. I can't believe you would say that. I like Banjo in theory more than in practice. No, I just mean out of Banjo and Kazooie, so... Oh. No, I like... Kazooie's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why you hate Banjo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time for Banjo. It was Ouch. Elijah Wood. He was Spyro? In one of them. Mm, Spyro just Dragon, one of them? Uh, Dark Spyro. Legend of Spyro. Not my Spyro. Mm. But is he your Mr. I Frodo? Always. He's definitely my ban- he's not my banjo, that's for sure. But I'm bum. Feeling real saucy today. Oh, don't be saucy. That's Joel's job. Remember, he's covered in buffalo sauce. Mmm, garlic such buffalo ter- sauce. That is just a terrible visual, and just how much yeah. that would burn. All right. Like. Would you rather that, or would you rather I repeat the words "lukewarm hot dog"? <laughs> lukewarm <laughs> hot dogs, or squelch. Ooh, squelching are, are, noises. Oh. Alec got so upset when I said the word squelch. No, stop Yeah, th- those aren't trigger words for me. So okay. Really? What about moist? Yeah, that's everybody's trigger words. No, I, 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 I've been inoculated to that one. I've just heard it too many shows? times. Hmm? Baking shows will do it to you. No, yeah, I just will. knew people who would deliberately try to bother people by saying moist. No one wants a soggy bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I guess I just have to figure out some weird uh, food words to throw together to throw off Joel. All right, we got a lot of episode titles here. <laughs> Lukewarm hot dog. I'm still going <laughs> with it. Soggy bottoms. Uh, 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 hey guys, it's about pie. Did you it's about pie crust? Hey guys, did you play Remedium? <laughs> I did play Remedium. You Briefly. did. Briefly. Oh, like how long? 20 minutes. 
20 minutes? How far did you get? Not very. I, I got I got to one bigger monster that had to be defeated by taking down a handful of turds before being able to hurt him. That took you 20 minutes? To get to that spot, I think. Yeah. Really? Alex? Yeah. Oh, I made it past that, but... Is, is that supposed to be quicker? Is did that you, an indictment? Did that, take you, did that take you 20 minutes to get to? No? No, I shaved out five minutes off that time. How long did you play? Me? Yeah. 30. 30 minutes? How far did you get? <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't see a boss. You, I mean, I thought that was the first boss, so... I think that was the first boss. And then mm. did you did you start to get corrupted? Did you start to get sick? No, I got. To the, I was doing upgrades and stuff, and then I kind of uh, kept going and started fighting new enemies. But no, where what was the corruption? Tell me about it. Oh, well, so first explain. Just paint me a word picture on this game, Getty. What is Remedium? Hey guys, you know Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> How about and you I say you that a, I'm you say I'm the guy that dwindles down every game hey, into something. How about I take a character, just like a generic character, uh, hand him a, a suit of armor and a shotgun and a grenade, and there's Remedium. All right, so top down, isometric. You got some dude who is stacked in armor. Uh, you got your trusty shotgun. You got a handful of grenades. And you're running around killing a whole bunch of monsters. The monsters more than a handful, to be fair, Getty. It's infinite. Yeah. Well, you have to wait for the cooldown. Come on. <laughs> fair. Cooldowns are everything in this game. In uh, in what I played of Remedium, it was only 27 minutes. I'm sorry that I couldn't play longer. I thought we were going to get into the playtest sooner, but I didn't see it available until last night, uh, and then I had limited time. But uh, there's not a terrible amount of storytelling that takes place at the beginning. Best I could gather is that you're here to fight some type of corruption, and you're going to do it guns blazing. So, like I was saying, monsters uh, vary. Sometimes you have dog enemies. Other times there's these uh, birds, and then there's crows. the it, birds, crows. I think at one point they look like harpies, uh, and then progressively larger uh one point i'm pretty sure i was fighting a rhinoceros uh with armor plating on his front side there's one that was shooting yuck out of his bum <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it it was like green goo that he kept just launching at me uh with his butt and uh, you know the controls they are very manageable uh, the gun, you can just hold down and fire infinitely. Grenades are on a cooldown. The amount of armor your character has is healthy. It's like 500 points. You can take quite a beating before it becomes yeah. an issue. And the, the armor is plentiful. So I went ahead and played this on medium during my jaunt. Same. Uh, I only died once, and that's where I called it. But I made it past that first boss. And then it seemed like it separated ways. Like you could go one way or the other way. I went into what was like a medical ward and then into a hospital. And then I went underground in the hospital. The enemy swarm. So usually when you're exploring, you want to have a nice defensible position and like throw your grenades and fire your gun. Uh, but where I got to it was just kind of anarchy. 
is still kind of fun, um, but the sickness. So as I was progressing it, it would do like a slowdown on the character, and then it would be like, you've been not poisoned, but you've acquired a new disease. Um, one of them a was new disease. Yeah, one of them was amnesia, and then uh, the other one uh, I don't recall. But each of the diseases has negative impacts to your character. However, if you get enough of the materials that are lying around when you kill monsters, you can use it to craft some type of cure. Hmm. Now, I, since I didn't go after I died, I didn't see if that reset. But I had two illnesses, and I only collected enough uh, of the recipes to make one cure for a disease. But it looked like, based on how many were available, your character could probably get inflicted with eight diseases, and each one had four different uh, cures that you could apply. So the one that I had that I was able to unlock, it... it the negative impact was something like you collect less armor, but then after I cured it, it also gave me a like a reduction to cooldowns. So nice. You're still going to be hindered a little bit, but there's ways to improve it. Uh, what about the dash? Did you guys like that dash? It was pretty good. Oh, <clears throat> I did yeah. this doom. I did the doom mode, which is that I just started like dashing backwards and shooting, throwing <laughs> grenades. It's just like kiting everything in a circle. That was my that was my whole thing here. It's a good tactic. Yeah. What what happened when the enemy started coming from behind you? Uh, I would have to dash <laughs> through them so they were back to my front and they I was going backwards again. I would da- I would uh, I would always thread the needle. I would like oh okay I see two I see two behind me, dash between them, boom. Yeah. Now they're in front of me with the rest of the pack. It's a little weird because I felt like even if you killed everything behind you. It'd still show up. It might be like a uh, it might be like a spawn thing that it's mm-hmm. just like try. It's really trying to like just keep the the thing the situation going. Yeah, it's really intense. It is worth not- noting this is actually in play test, so it's not even necessarily a demo. Like it's it's early trial stuff. So I I even got bits of slowdown during the experience. So you sort of have to take it the way it is right now. Um, it's very dim <laughs> visually like it, it you know and if i have any grievance is that sometimes the monsters sort of became muddled in the background and were mm-hmm. a little difficult to see uh, i'm not sure if that could be improved by closer field of view or if there would be just some sort of highlighting done because i think like some some games like this the characters will be highlighted in like a, a color on the outside rim of it to you know, identify yeah. living creatures and something like that might help. I I feel like that is definitely something that they should explore or even you know when I said Diablo I felt like that was pretty close to it because everything is those the splashes of color that you see are generally on enemies or they're the projectiles that the enemies are shooting. Um but yeah, for sure, as you get further in, it's not like it gets more colorful. <laughs> the stuff still is very dimly lit and difficult to see and at times traverse because doors aren't apparent. So I would be running around in a circle and be like, oh, where am I supposed to go? And then realize like, mm-hmm. oh, I can go this direction. Maybe if I could rotate the camera a bit, 
I feel yeah. a little bit more confident too. Or it's a little bit more of highlighting. Just a little highlighting, that's it. Yeah. But the the overall aesthetic is pretty fun in that like uh, you know, like Warhammer forty K, I'm a knight, but also I just got a shotgun. <laughs> and you know, putting that the the disparity in like time frames, right? That that, you know, okay, we're gonna be in the the medieval times, but you know, guns are a thing. It's like, oh that's so cool. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. it, it reminds it just reminds me of that kind of like that like almost like steampunky uh, aesthetic, and in here you just add in like a little bit of the gothic horror, you know, being attacked by these vicious beasts and creatures and giant mech men. Uh, overall, I just thought that was a very <laughs> a very fun aesthetic. Overall, I thought it played well. I didn't have too many issues, but if it, like again, I only played for like twenty minutes, and if it starts getting a little bit confusing, uh, just a little bit more, you know, what they call signposting, right? Might that be. could. For okay. sure, help. What do you? I thought that, I thought the uh, the the after the first boss, you start getting like um the the disease thing sounds like a cool wrinkle. I definitely uh, got to the point where you started doing upgrades and crafting, so I mm-hmm. was getting um, I ended up getting fire rounds on my shotgun, which I thought was cool. And yeah, so you can get uh, adjustments and upgrades and abilities that you can add on or swap out to your character. So having that customization sounds super fun, especially considering that, uh, you know, my play style will be different than, say, Joel's or something like that. So playing it a little bit longer, uh, more in depth, you start to get to the late game uh, story stuff. And all of a sudden you have all these options that would be very, very uh, fun. Be very fun. Yeah. So you're going to play it again? I think so. Remedium? Remedium? Remedium. Yeah. Do you imagine the guy walking around like, man, America really went to heck. And that's why he's got this gun, and he's just shooting everything that moves? I'd like to even throw in a different type of gun. Like, give me, like, a couple different... Like, give me, give me dual pistols, man. How would you throw the grenade if you were doing dual pistols? With my teeth... Or just take away your ability to throw a grenade. Mm. Just throw the, <laughs> throw the gun. Throw the gun. Hey man, I think that there was that one Max Payne, uh, like, that game that uh, El Paso anywhere or nowhere. Elsewhere. Uh, elsewhere, yeah, and that one I believe like when you reload, you just throw the gun. Oh. I want to do that. It's pretty cool. All right, Sea of Stars belongs. Are we talking about Sea of Stars? Belongs in early adopters. Joel, you know that this episode has to come out on Monday. Then, well, would you rather wait till next week? Let's Uh, wait till next week. I don't care because Alex (laughs) said wait till next week. Alec made the call. All right, there you go. I can release this. I can release this on Sunday now, and we can Mitch. Woof. It's been a day, guys. I'm just yes, not it you. has. You can mm-hmm. call me Texas Frank for the rest of the episode. All right, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know what, Alex? Let's hope that next week things are a little bit more action-packed. Let's go ahead and take a break. Hey, news. I'm a theme park veteran after this year. Woo! 
I'm an adrenaline junkie. I went on all the best rides. You don't even know. You don't even know, Alex. You Nobody sent me knows. A whole bunch of, you sent me a whole bunch of Snapchats on it. And yes, I'm very jealous. I don't even know what a TikTok is. But you know what I do know? What a Snapchat is. Hyper Light Breaker <laughs> delayed to 2024. <laughs> Oh, I think I think that that that's fine. Their their last their last outing, um, heart something. It it didn't hit for a lot of people, and these I think that they I feel like they need like a hit. Um, So with Hyperlight Drifter being such a like an underground classic, I think that we could give it a little bit more time. This one could also be in that vein. So take your time. Nice. Or not nice, depending on if you have, really d- wanted... We have so many games right now. We have too many games. Do we? Yes, there's so many you, games coming out. And you have too many games. I just don't think... I think it's okay to take a break and not come out with a game this year. Let them cook. Yeah. Alex is trying to beg and plead so that he can take a break here. He's falling behind on content. He needs more content. If you think about it, this week, even if you're listening to this in in audio form, Armored Core 6 will have come out. Fires of the Jeep. Sea Sea of Stars. Mm -hmm. What do we have in September? Next week is Sea of Stars. Starfield? What's that? Yeah, That's a great question. I've heard things about it, though. But does it run on Linux? Nothing runs on Linux. Um, we got Super Bomberman R2, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, Payday 3, The Crew, Motorfest. I th- in in September? Yes. Uh, Fay Farm, for people who are really interested in that. Uh, let's see here. Now, while you're thinking of all this... Baby Shark Sing and Swim Party. Can you go back and name all the games that you purchased this year and still haven't finished? Lies of P is in September. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We got a lot of them. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to have to get Lies of P. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mineko's Night Market. Firefighting Simulator. Dang. What about October? Don't you have Spider-Man coming up? Yes. Man, you're going to have to play Spider-Man this year, too. While squeezing in a uh, spooky game for October. Oh, no, October, we got you covered, because on October 26th, Ghost Runner 2 comes out. Remember, we played oh, Ghost Runner? Transition. We played Ghost Runner here on the podcast. And the first one was, was it was very good. It was a good uh, Mirror's Edge style like parkour mixed with some melee ninja sword combat it was very fun it was like these little mini puzzles to the to the combat i and uh the sequel looks just as good so uh, you got a motorbike in this one in the sequel apparently apparently i didn't think there was any motorbike in the first one but we didn't really play too much of it just enough to get a taste just a taste I don't like how you say taste. Let's keep going. Mmm. That tastes like a lukewarm hot dog. Oh, no, so still not bothering me. October, don't we also have Alan Wake 2 that comes out? Yes. 
Dang. That's on Halloween, I believe. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a what day about, one for you, right, Getty? What about November? Jeez, November? You got Star Ocean? When does Mario come out? Is that November? Oh, no, not Star That's Ocean, su- really? Super Mario Star RPG Ocean? comes out in November. Super Mario RPG, Persona 5, oh, no. Tactica. Oh, Mario Wonders on October. Wow. October 20th. Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. <laughs> I heard that... Uh, Getty, you haven't played any of the, the, the Like a Dragons that were about Kiryu. No, but, I have not. Uh, he was the main protagonist of the first six games, uh, for seven games, and apparently now he's part of a secret Black, so- black Ops government, a la like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what about December? So that's what Betty Sean was. December? I think on December 1st. Yep, it's right here in the news. SteamWorld Build is coming out December 1st. Played that on the podcast. I enjoyed that it. one. I'm I'm skipping on that one. I'm skipping on. I'm I love me some Steam World. Nothing quite like robots. Uh, Joel is ecstatic for this one. I heard that he's taken the whole week off. House Flipper Two release date slated for December fourteenth. You flipping houses? No, that's a that's a slow burn game. That, that's how you did in december and you just slowly churn through it until march and things thaw out uh when the dlc when the garden dlc comes out yep yep or uh they had that a bit uh like that bit house out in with like the snow and stuff for what christmas yeah yeah do more of that that'd be good need that holiday content huh hell yeah yeah i i think uh I was. I told Alex earlier. I now probably wait, but I'll probably get it. <laughs> That's like the right time of year for it to come out too. And also, supposedly, uh, Power Washer Warhammer 40k DLC is supposedly the the fourth quarter of 2023. Is it? I, I mean, that was sooner. Maybe I mean, I'm quarter. a little crazy, but wouldn't Power Washing all those little minis just destroy them? <laughs> Maybe it's a mini power washer. Well, I know what Alec is getting for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You got a Steam Deck, right? Yes, I do. Well, then you need Power Wash Simulator. (laughs) It's too much fun. Uh, There's no next. That's all of the (laughs) releases that we have for this year, man. Well, we have a Fallout release next year. No, that's next year. I can wait a whole year for that. (laughs) No. Oh, I missed one. October 4th, Wordless is coming out. Wordless? I don't know. Somebody wrote that here. (laughs) Worldless. I I thought we talked about that. Wordless? Wordless. Yes, Wordless, yes. Wordless, I don't remember. Wordless, yeah. He said Wordless. I'm dumbstruck. I'm out of words. Yeah, that game looks cool. It's on my wish list. I'm into it. Okay, now we've covered all of the games that are coming out, and we'll probably remind you again, maybe. Uh, let's jump over to Charles Martinet. Steps down as the voice of Mario. Becomes the brand ambassador for Nintendo and Mario. Ooh. So I have a tweet by him that says, I will do this until I die. Not, not straying too far from the path, but... He won't be voicing that character that we all know and love. You think that means we'll get to hear more of 
your favorite Chris? Nope. Don't no. It was inevitable. I hope not. I really Chris not. Pratt. It's a me. My favorite, an actor. Pre- my favorite Chris is Evans. <laughs> it's a me, Star Lord. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> or Peter Chris from uh, Charles Martinet didn't just nobody do wants to be Peter Chris. Not Mario. even Peter Chris. He also did Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. So like, obviously not as important characters, but uh, he Peter definitely Chris the cat. All right. I'm good. As you were saying, yeah, sorry. Ready to move on. Joel, let's do some let's do some reads. No, hold on. Chris uh, no no no. Uh Charles Mar- Charles Martinet is, is is a national treasure. You should also check out our interview uh where I interviewed him at uh was it Fan Expo or C2E2? It was Fan Expo. It was Fan Expo last year? Yeah. He's I a believe. lovely man and he is he's got a really really wide uh wide resume. He was in Skyrim. I was not in Skyrim, even though I've played it three times. And platinumed it. Yes, I said that. Next piece of news. PlayStation Portal. LOL. (laughs) I guess that means that Alex is not getting it? Was was somebody going to make you purchase it? No. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Um, if you didn't see, it's going to be priced at $200, released later this year. That's, I think that's all that I know about it. Is there any other problem or gripe that you have with it since you're purchasing it? I mean, I don't know who you're talking to. Uh, I, I, from my understanding, it doesn't even have Bluetooth. It's just like it only you can only use like the PlayStation head, like five headphones. Oh, sweet. It's I weird... have those. Yeah, I don't even have those. Those... Those things are sweet. <laughs> so I, I think it's uh, it's it's a it's a product that I don't know if if it's really necessary. I mean I know I understand what the use case is, especially if you're playing remote play on your phone, but I just don't know like that price point is. What's the battery life on it? Uh, un- undisclosed. They haven't even disclosed the weight yet because they're still tinkering. Mm. People it's have gotten hands Steam on, Deck's but pretty heavy. hands on. The the ha- like the people who've gotten hands on have said it's it's got a decent weight that's like not horrible like it feels like it's it's like it's not gonna fall apart, but even like the people at the the Sony reps were saying that weight might change. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. So do we know then? Like maybe it will have Bluetooth. Probably maybe. Uh, in their specs, it said it did not. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make a difference unless you have a PlayStation Five. So that's also true. Are you? If you might not be the target audience. <laughs> I am definitely not. Yeah, exactly. I've only got a Switch. It's really for and all those PlayStation deck. perverts. And a Steam Deck. Yep. PlayStation preverts. Is that anything like the what did you call them Bethesda stands who you've been griefing on the internet this week, Joel? Can we I'm talk about a good that? Time. <laughs> Joel, you're so cringy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I I have the cope, right? I'm seething right now. <laughs> <laughs> My rage knows no bounds. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but I feel like there's a story. Too bad that's not our news story. Ooh. Gamescom. That's all that's written. Fallout series releases in 2024. 
What is there was um, G- Gamescom is the is the <laughs> German the German uh, game festival. But yes. no, the, the, I'm actually I'm not like veering. Um, and at Gamescom, uh, the Todd Howard also released uh, just a teaser footage of uh, Fallout, the Fallout TV show, and it was leaked on the internet. So like someone was recording footage of it, which it was only for Gamescom people. Okay. And that's why we like, the, like some of these announcements that we're posting here are from like Gamescom. All right. Cool. I guess. I mean, you tell me. When it comes to video games, I like to, you know, not pay any attention to a lot of this stuff. Alex is all on the hype train. <clears throat> oh, I am on. I'm a hype. I'm a hype man, man. He is hype. I am. Hashtag hype. All right. Next piece of news. Uh, we already did that. We already did that. I feel like this has uh, got its own target audience. Atari 2600 mini console. Sorry, 2600 plus mini console. Comes comes out at some point and comes with 18-in-1 game cartridge and plays original Atari 2600 and 7800 cartridge on pre-order right now for $130. Whew, that's a lot. So, wait. So it plays the old games? Yes. Yeah. So it actually okay. has a, a cartridge insert. Sir, it comes with an eighteen-one game with like a lot of the basic Atari standbys. Um, but it it's HDMI compatible. It has the actual controllers, like the old style joysticks with the red button and kind of plunger thing going on. Uh, this is a funny thing to coincide with me getting my brother's old Atari because I was looking up ways to allow it to plug into a TV that was a high-def TV or some way to stream it. And boy, those uh, connectors, like the old yep. connectors to the TV and yeah. to the power, they had different voltage settings you had yeah. to choose depending on the TV. So it wasn't just like the aux table. You had to like tinker with stuff and it was like no. There are you, a couple you of you had to like, buy like a kit <laughs> to convert. There are a couple of people Ugh. in the gaming industry I follow that are that are those kind of people where they're like, let me just stream let me stream some Atari for you all and it's like you've no idea what I had to do to get this running and it's like, oh man, yeah. there's a lot of there's handshakes involved and Yeah. Yeah, voltages and re like almost sometimes you have to like wire rewire some things to another part. It's like wow, this is complex. Yep. And those those cables are expensive too. Some of them are like a hundred bucks. Yep. Wow. I said otherwise there are conversion kits that would actually you'd have to crack open the system and uh, yeah. install some stuff that allow you to do an HDMI pass through. But uh, very cool they're offering this. Uh, I don't know what kind of reach there's going to be for something like that, but. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I was going to say, how many did you pre-order? Wow. I, okay. I haven't Only pre-ordered shit. <laughs> Just, do you want me to tell Kelly to get this for you for Christmas? No. I can do that. No. Joel, this is how you uh, sell it. It's only the price of two copies of Armored Core 6. Only. Fires of Jeep Ch- Cherokee. What? Only. Uh, the... the I, I recently just, like, I was driving down the street and I saw a Jeep Rubicon. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a car. It's a car. It is Transformers. That's Ooh, a Decepticon. Last, <laughs> last piece of news that we have for this week. 
before the best part of the podcast. Denuvo anti-piracy software now available for developers on the Switch. All right, uh, it'll be a game of cat and mouse. They'll figure out a way around it. Also, at the same time, I don't think this is necessary. Like the, the this tends to make systems run worse, but at the same time, it's like the Switch is at the end of its life. So right. it's one of those things that like you're really just yeah again you're people are just going to find a way around it because this is the, the, once something goes end of life it's pretty much fair game for yeah okay. i i wonder it's if it's more that they're being satisfied in advance of the new thing yeah whenever that's coming out but very much so yeah Woo! all right you ready for this we're doing freebies for for Freebies. 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 All right, Alex, are you ready? Yep. All right. All right. All right, okay. Homeworld Deserts of Karak over on the Epic Game Store. A ground-based RTS prequel to the classic Homeworld games. Assemble your fleet and lead them to victory on shifting sands of Karak in this compelling strategy game for PC from Blackbird Interactive. Mm. It's a yeah, it's a, it's a baseline RTS. <laughs> you're building you're building bases, sending out tanks, uh, making, you know, air bases and uh, in in the desert little jeep runners uh, with sh- machine guns and laser guns on the top and advancing your legions. It's pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. It looks uh, yeah, I don't I I'm not famili- as familiar with Homeworld, but it does remind me of Dune. Okay. Next up, we got Trans Ops over on Steam. Fun, fast-paced, third-person tactical shooter with eight different game modes. All original maps. And this one looks very much like um, Team Fortress, but only one class. You're just a shooter. Kill confirm. And, you know, it's a third-person wannabe, like, like almost like a Call of Duty. I don't want to say wannabe, but, I mean, I feel like it, it's trying to do some Call of Duty stuff. Uh, in third-person tactical game. You don't really have a whole lot of HP. You're just pretty much a couple shots and you're down. Siege, but in a bigger style map. We got Can Strike over on Steam. Your employers at Fishco are sending in robots to end your strike. Use your <laughs> union-granted weapons to destroy the waves of robots to keep the strike going. This is first-person cartoony. Uh, you are... Like you, you, your guy just takes a handful of shells, opens his hands, and they get sucked into his shotgun, and then you're ripping off the heads of robots while they shoot oil out of their bodies. This looks real fun and stupid, guys. I, this, this look. I, people should play Can Strike. I think, I think that I'm going to play Can Strike. It's, mm. my, it's, it's my library. Can you report back on it? Yep. Yep. It'll be. It'll be an episode. Un. Unsorted Horror over on Steam. A collection of five short first-person horror games that revolve around detailed machinery in a dark dystopian setting. The majority of the games have a playtime of roughly 10 to 15 minutes and can be played through in one sitting. Choose a CD case, read the backside, and go on a small adventure. Maybe I need that one. A lot of dread. No, yeah, again, it looks very... It, it, it looks real cool. It's very ambient like the, the it's got a real feel everything looks like it's got a just you don't want to touch things because it feels like they'd be sticky oh man this oh. reminds me of uh stories untold yeah oh yeah very yeah, 
very akin to that. All right. It's on my and library. 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 All right, it's there. It's there. Sticky touches are the worst. No. Yeah. No. There's there's worse stuff. Yeah, when you go to check to see if your kid pooed and you accidentally stick your finger down too far, that's In worse. Poo. In poo. Aww. Poo I'm fingers. Really glad I'm past those days. <laughs> nope, not yet. <laughs> Me too. So what would you call that, though, if you had to name that experience? I mean, so it's a Sue prize, a poo prize. Would it be like? I a, would also say you guys aren't out of that phase. You ever like have the poo bag for your dog, and you go to pick it up, and uh, turns out there's like a rip in the bag. Thank God, no, no, no. I, I made a deliberate choice to double check and make sure that bag is secure. I always <laughs> go some inside out situations, so yep. that I know. Yeah, I do inside out, so that I know. <laughs> Alright, next. No, no, I still need to come up with a good word for this. Ah, uh, I guess I can think about it. The last one, Viper Trace, over on Steam. That's one word, Viper Trace. Fight for survival, industrial waste has disturbed the dangerous Kiru Tories habitat, forcing them into the city. Unlock new areas, purchase weapons and upgrades to grow stronger, and fight off the horde with your friends. Uh, it looks like uh, mutated dogs and creatures that are coming at you in waves. Ah, horrors. Uh, it looks pretty fun. You know, it's a, it's a, wa- a, wa- a horde wave-based shooter that you can hang out with your friends, upgrade between waves. Looks like a fun, like, uh, we're all going to hang out and talk about our days while we're uh, shooting waves of uh, look like tiny velociraptors. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Freebies. Very neon. And then this says Mario. I don't know why it says Mario. (laughs) What? Who wrote Mario here? Joel did. (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't blame me for that. No. Who did this? Who did this? It was Joel. It was Joel. Yeah. He's been trolling the document for the last Slander. (laughs) It's Mario's time. He just deleted the rest of the document. (laughs) What's a document? I don't know, man. All right. Hands Getty. down. Getty. Hands down. Santa Getty. Village. Best amusement park in this area. Fight me, Alex. Getty. Or I guess I Getty. Getty. I don't like their water park. Never <laughs> never go to water park. Take it's that, disgusting. Getty. disgusting. <laughs> oh, I don't like pee-pee water either, Joel. <laughs> If I want want pee-pee water, I'll take a bath. (laughs) This is when when our audience learned that Getty takes frequent baths. (laughs) Only in Dan or Girl bath water. That's disgusting. (laughs) No. You thought about a name for that diaper scenario yet? I'm still trying to figure out. I'm thinking I'm going to call it a... Are we bottling and selling O to Getty? A brown oil check? Oh, <laughs> code brown, code brown. Uh, all right, now we're taking a break. We are back with the backlog blog where we play games that were so meh 
they made a slightly better sequel. Hey man, let me tell you about Remnant 2. Or should I call it? I disagree it with that statement. Destiny, no one said it was meh. Destiny huh. 2.5. <laughs> I I prefer Remnant. The original? Only because I I got real tired of Destiny after like 200 hours. You played 200 hours? Is that documented somewhere? Yeah, first game. The first game? You played 200 hours? Did we all not play like hundreds of hours of that game together? I know I played it for hundreds of hours. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. you did. Oh, I, was I remember what you did. I was, go- I was you going died. through my dailies, man. <laughs> you, you died. And then we had to go resurrect you. <laughs> that was Destiny That was Destiny 2, man. And also all, Destiny all, 1. All but still, Destinies. it doesn't matter. Remnant 2. We're playing Remnant 2. We're and playing. let me tell you, I Remnant, Remnant 2, 2, I die a lot, and then Getty has to res me. <laughs> <laughs> Remnant 2. Um, what can I say about Remnant 2? Third person... Shooter. It, it's Destiny. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so it's Remnant. Yes. And I, but you... I, but the thing is, though, is that I like the the idea behind it in that it's um, very like procedurally generated maps, and the worlds, like yeah. the biomes, are uh, very randomized. So everybody gets different orders of biomes that they can discover and it's, play. It's still and the, the same. Bosses levels. are different. The bo- the bosses are varied, and I mean. I mean, come on. We played a boss that wasn't a boss. It was just like, okay, Getty activated this crystal, and it slowly moves down a spire, and we had to run down. Joel, get this. The crystal's mm-hmm. moving down this spire, and it's got a spiral staircase around it, and the crystal has like a damaging like field above it and it's below it, field. so you have to be on the same plane as the crystal as it's moving down while enemies are swarming you. Wow. But it gets better. There are also <laughs> crystals along the on the on the on the staircase that you have to shoot, or they blow up and kill you. Okay, all the time. So it's enemies death are all just over, nonstop and that's, and spawning. That's, that's the boss. Wait, that's the boss. Wait, Alex didn't explain the part where I found out the hard way because I had done this before that there's certain points in the crystal's descent where you have to shoot the roots so that they explode otherwise it won't go down or it'll continue to go like the death field will continue to go down (laughs) so here we are it was like 10 o'clock at night and uh, i'm like all right alex let's give this another shot and i'm like shouting at him he's not responding at all and then we get to the bottom and i'm like are you muted and he's like oh yeah i was talking the whole time like no (laughs) i'm just like shouting orders at him i'm like go Stop. Don't run there. And everything but the thing is though is that if you looked, I did it all flawlessly. <laughs> did. I did everything that well, you were you were shouting orders to it me took us, and I was responding the entire time going, Got it, got it. It oh, took I got us like one. five tries. Because it, it is really like intense at those times. I can't wait till Alex gets to the the labyrinth boss where it's just cubes. It's just floating cubes that you have to shoot <laughs> while other cubes try and squish you. Nice. <laughs> Great. That one really pissed me off. I was like, just give me a boss that I can fight. Don't give me a, all right, here comes a rolling cube. <laughs> you want a bowling, You want a bullet sponge. That's what you want, Getty. No, because even the, so it, the game is, is all right. There's some parts where I wish they would explain a little bit better. Some things that, you know, they want you to find the secrets and they want you to experience it. 
and uh, you know the the differing biomes is kind of neat not knowing what to expect when you start up a fresh roll of the map but the story just isn't there as you progress further it they it feels like they were just like here here's the game they spent a lot of time on the game it feels very good like i said going from area to area uh, you'll have to re-encounter different enemies really learn patterns uh, upgrade your weapons as you go and the amount of pickups are way more in my opinion or the quality of them makes you feel like you're doing a better job than in the first one in the first one you just pick up like tons of garbage and that's like the destiny experience you just pick up garbage the whole time and then eventually you get something good in this one you'll find rings and they'll do a substantial thing most of them like a percentage change like you have 10 percent more stamina and as you like invest more points in stamina that makes a difference but once you hit a certain point you're like man if i don't spend hours grinding then i'm not going to be able to get any further it's yeah and, I, and I'm doing, um, like, when I'm not playing with Getty, I'll just, like, jump into a random person's game just to, like, oh, yeah, we beat this boss. And it's, oh, does that count towards my progress? No. But I also got a whole bunch of upgrade materials. So it's yeah. okay. The, I found that these games like this, and I was playing uh, Monster Hunter on my stream, Monster Hunter Rise, and I just, um, I don't have that much fun playing these games solo. And... Luckily enough, there are just infinite ways to just have your game be nothing but multiplayer with randos, and it kind of just works. And 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 people kind of, I mean, obviously, you know, you're not gonna, it's not gonna be perfect, right? Some people just don't know how to play or fight the bosses, et cetera, et cetera. But for the most part, if you just kind of have half a brain, the game will kind of do the rest for you. And I think that that's uh, that's something that's very commendable. Because I, I did a boss probably like 15 times with two randos who were not on microphone. I was in their world. But at the same time, every try got a little bit better. That by the end, we were like hyped and we were like, we beat the boss real. Like it, it took 15 tries, but no one got, like, again, we were, no one was on mic, so no one was getting mad. It was just like, all right, do it again. Do it again. And eventually we all got it down. And it was, it was, it was really good. So it, with Remnant, like I feel like that I'm not making it. A, Getty did a lot of it solo, and I feel like that possibly is like part of it. But for me, I'm not. I don't. That's I, then I'm not gonna like this game. So do, doing it multiplayer, hanging out, not taking it too serious, but also just like in like you know, enjoy enjoying the world for what it is. It's it's a good one. Revenant Two is very good. Oh yeah. No, I had fun playing single. I'm not knocking that. I'm just telling you, like, man. They they decided that they were going to spend all their money on the game and how it plays. And then for the story, that's when they were like, man, I still got $15. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's try and make this a good one. Like, uh, The ending made me cringe. So, Alex, I'm sure we'll experience it together at some point. Yeah. I don't want to wreck the experience because you know that these games are not about necessarily how the story goes it could be better but it's all about you know hanging out with your friends and just playing it and trying different things and seeing what you enjoy because the subclasses that they added they're a little bit more interesting than last time i'll tell you i've switched it up a few times just to see how they play 
So, I mean, I just I after the after our first session, um, I got a sniper and I got the medic. So yeah, like right off the bat, it's it's pretty good. But I told you about those because they aren't explicitly clear on how to get them either. It does the thing. It does the. It does the thing, Joel, where this where they give you the hub world, and mm-hmm. then they just give you like dozens and dozens of vendors, and the vendors aren't always there, and it's not like a temporary thing. It's like depending on how far you are in the story, it'll like a vendor will just appear and be like, "Hey, you're doing pretty good out there. Now I'm here," but no one tells you that. So it's like every time you make a big progress in the story, go back to the main hub world and just walk around and maybe talk to everybody. Vendors there. Oh, but the items. Okay. So it's like and the vendor. The vendor sold me two classes. Yeah, which is the sniper. Oh. But it didn't tell you that it was an item that would unlock a class. It was. I was like, Hey, Alex, oh, yeah. it's, go it's buy this not dog even a whistle. Class. <laughs> He's not even a class. He sells me a whistle and a and like a nurse's a nurse's badge. Yeah. Straight up, I was like, and, go buy this whistle. And he's like, oh, what do I do with this? Like, now go talk to this guy. <laughs> I didn't even need to talk to that guy. The whistle just automatically unlocked Sniper. And then the, <laughs> the badge, the nurse's badge, gave me, uh, automatically gave me uh, the, the, the medic class. Which he, is like, that's he not, did have that's to, a, he did have to unlock them. He's, he's lying. I don't that. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, now go talk to this guy. And you're like, oh, now I have more classes. All right. So primary and secondary. It's a, it's a bad. It's a it's a poor system, but I still like this game. Yeah, it felt good when we played it. A very good feeling shooter. Still feels good now. It's pretty good, <clears throat> but I can't wait to experience some of those things with Alex, so that he can be like, "Man, f this!" <laughs> 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 like that's just dumb. Like yeah, it is. All right, what else did we play this week? Viewfinder. I played this a while ago. And I beat it today. <laughs> Viewfinder. So, uh, Viewfinder is uh, a game that we played at uh, Summer Game Fest, and it was a first-person puzzler that will uh, you will get, like, a photograph of, uh, say, a you would take a photo of a doorway, and then you'll see a fence that you need to get on the other side. If you put the photo of the doorway in front of you, it will magically be in front of you, opening the fence. It kind of the photos just appear in the real world. In fact, so much so that it cuts away the actual world. Like like you mm. see large chunks taken out of the world to be replaced by this photo. It's very trippy, and the game does a lot of cool stuff with perspective in it. Uh, it, it, and what I found, what I found like interesting, I didn't expect is that, uh, the way the story goes, you are traveling to different hub worlds on a train and each hub world has different thematic puzzles. So you oh. will get uh, a hub world that has say like, um, puzzles that the teleporters will only be unlocked by like, there is like a, there's like a wire that will have a like a receiver on it and you have to find a way to to make audio appear usually there's like stereo speakers around and you have to put the stereo speaker near the receiver and that will unlock the teleporter to the next level or the batteries Uh, but it gets like or yeah or batteries or sometimes my favorite hub world was just one that it was it was just stupid stupid 
almost mean perspective puzzles. You'd be walking <laughs> forward and all like all of a sudden you'd see like uh, a doorway, but there'd be no ground. And you're like, that's messed up. I can't go that way. That one was when mean. really as soon as you like get close enough, there's an, a, a path that's painted like like the like it like there's no floor, but it's just painted that way. There's actually a path, but there's a lot of it. There's a lot of those puzzles where at one point I was looking everywhere and the doorway I came behind, like I came through next to it was a stairway, but it was painted so that it just looked like it was nothing like a wall. And I was like, that's just mean. So you're really just running into every wall, hoping to find the hidden perspective puzzle. Hmm. Um, So that's pretty fun. And uh, at the end, you get the classic, uh, you get the classic, uh, like there's the, this happens a lot in puzzle games where it will you have like a timer and you have to do a bunch of puzzles rapid fire and the puzzles all it goes through the gamut of all the ones you've already learned mm-hmm. so it like it's like a, t- a final test and you have to go through and do like 20 puzzles in a row within five minutes and they do have like oh here's the perspective puzzles now and here is the speaker puzzles now and here's all these other puzzles and they get they're all very clever it's all very very clever in that one when you're going through all 20 puzzles, it actually tells you, it goes, maybe take extra photos because they will carry through. So I just started taking like straight pathways and whenever it would give me a gap, I just start putting straight pathways yep. to get to the, the solution <laughs> I needed to. <laughs> it, was like, it was like my little like cheat. And it always feels like there are multiple ways to solve these problems. I definitely saw a couple where I just brute forced it what feel like <laughs> what they wanted. There's nothing wrong with brute force. Yeah. Um, there was one that you had a pressure a pressure plate that you had to stand on, and uh, you had uh, but you but if you got off of it, it instantly would shut down the portal. So what I did was I kept taking different perspective photos of the pressure plate and the the portal, and I kept I like made like a triangle to the point that I would step on one pressure plate and I'd be right next to another portal, and I could just touch it. It was it was real dumb. It was real. I, I, again, that one felt like a, that was not supposed to be the solution, but I did it. No, they make it. I, so they made it in a way that your solution might be different. At the beginning, most of the solutions that you're going to have are very similar because you're picking up just a photograph that's on a table. But when you get the camera, then it really opens it up. So anything that you see in the environment, you can repurpose for yourself. And some of the stuff is just stupid fun to do. Like, take an item that's on the ground. Um, there was this like this little cleaning bot that appears at one yeah, point. Yeah, it was like a Roomba. Yeah, so I took a picture of him, and then I, you know, dropped him on the map. So now there's two of them. Take another picture. <laughs> now there's four of them. Now there's four. And then you just keep going, and it's like 80 of... At, at one point, I think I had 20 or so. And they're just all circling, and oh, you just have stupid fun with a game like this. It, it really I actually, gives you the uh, ability. I to. crashed the game, and, <laughs> and it wasn't the game's fault. At the end, whatever you take a photo of gets sucked into a black hole, uh, and I was struggling with a puzzle, and I just kept taking fo- more and more photos, and kept putting new objects everywhere, and it got to the point that the game started like really chugging because there was like seven black holes sucking in matter while also <laughs> giant pathways going through geometry and i just like i was like i don't i don't know if the game can handle this and it, it at one point i just got i got frozen and i was like i should probably restart this game because i really <laughs> foobarred my environment here <laughs> yikes 
Well, I mean, it, but I mean, again, that's kind of the fun of it is that you have these opportunities to do these this, these stupid solutions that may or may not work or may not be mm-hmm. what was intended yeah. to the point that the game can't even handle it, and that's fun. That's real. That's real silly. I I, I will say that the the critique I have is that with some of these puzzle games, the the story can be. Uh, you know, like a portal that that's very funny. You know, Talos Principle is a little bit more serious, but still kind of funny. I feel like this one went for a more, like, very serious story. And uh, I just, I don't know if that's what I wanted, really. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I was, like, it's not that I, w- I wasn't Too prepared, bad. Because <laughs> that's what yeah, you got. It, yeah, it just wasn't exactly what I wanted, which was, like, a super serious, like, story. So. I enjoyed the story. It was... Is cute at times. The narrator that was helping you along, and then oh, also cat, the cat. Kate. I was gonna say also the cat. Oh, yeah. They were they were nice additions. Otherwise, you're just there with your thoughts for a lot of it. The story yeah. components you can pick up here and there, but I they needed those characters, and they need to give you a little bit of drive. That's that's very true. So yeah, right. Viewfinder. Viewfinder was excellent. I think that it was a it was a very fun uh, perspective puzzle game. I'm glad I I really enjoyed my time with it. I think that again the the puzzles really made me think, and there was a lot of aha moments. So, who says that we're not playing games here? New games, they're a liar. We most certainly are. All right, let's uh, start to do this thing get to the end of the episode alright guys this week's one last thing is going to be brought to you by slapping you with a fish since your homework is due guys what's going on with video game homework you even playing these games <laughs> I got I got to the same point you did Getty so. okay I think Alex and I are ready to talk yep when do, when do you want to talk about it uh Sooner Joel, this was better. your video game homework, sir. <laughs> I just assigned it. I didn't give a due date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's never due. Um, let's see. Today is the 24th. Not not next week. Um, the 14th? Of May? Of September? May. Are we going back in time? <laughs> no, um, understand forward, the future. You have to go have back a long in time. time to play. <laughs> Okay. This, yeah, we'll do the 14th. We'll okay. the, that should be fine. So the then then we have a couple of weeks to figure out spooky time homework for the year. And then uh you you're know, you're up after that, Getty, so. Do I have to pick spooky time? I thought we did I that one by talking about video game homework. Yeah. No, no, I, I know, some, but yeah. I mean And then we, also I never did my Alex's game of shame, which I definitely could do if you want me to. I don't know what's. I don't know that I want a game of shame just yet. <laughs> okay. Why is I, it I'm just saying shame? I have one. I have one in the wings. Why? Why would you do this? Because it's fun to make it a little com- uh, like a. Sil- I found an indie game that we should all play like 25 minutes of and then talk about it. <sighs> I figure we could do that at some point. It's not like we have anything better to do. Oh, that's my one last thing. I'm probably going to play Armored Core. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is going to play it. Fires of the Jeep... Jeep uh, Grand it? Cherokee. Grand Cherokee. I heard it's hard. I also heard that it's hard, so... Cool. 
Yeah. Alex? Uh, I am, I've decided that I'm not going to get uh, Armored Core, not because of, not out of uh, not wanting it, but I feel like I do have way too much vegetables on my plate that I should eat first. He's, he's first never going to finish it. Dead Space. Dead Space Remake. Oh, I played that this year. Yeah, I should finish it this year. I almost finished playing it the second time. Man, I should go back and finish that. Joel. Dumpster diving. You should call it dumpster diving. When you stick your finger into the diaper and... Yeah. Okay. Can you call it a It tells me everything I need to know without being gross. Mm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Warm. Lukewarm hot dog. There we go. <laughs> uh, that was your one last thing, a dumpster dive. You know, talk about uh, video I'm, games. Or I'm also not getting armored core sits, but I really would like to. It's That's gonna have to two wait. down. It's gonna have to wait. Who's gonna play this game, Alec? I am going to get armored core six. I don't believe not you. at launch though. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for it to go on sale. It's gonna be a while. So I'll get it in like five years. There we go. But uh, I guess I should probably actually uh, play more than a couple hours of the video game homework. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But you only mm-hmm. have to really play like five hours, so. Yep. Okay. Alec, have you been playing Baldur's Gate? A little bit. I uh, hope to get some more time in tomorrow, but I've got a sick kid, so that's going to limit my time. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where Thursdays are for podcasting. You might be one of many single one viewer who is watching us right now. Two. We've got two. Two viewer. Thank you, two viewer. <laughs> we appreciate it. Saturdays. Joel and Kelly attempt to escape the Escape Academy. I feel like that's not what they've been doing, though. No. It was a Disney Island adventure. What? What is it? Car- cards on the table. We haven't been doing Saturdays lately. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my, I, that's okay. I, I do feel compelled to finish Escape Academy before we go to Disney Illusion Island, though. So we will be wrapping that. Okay. We also appreciate that. That takes us to Mondays. Mondays, Alex is hunting monsters. Yeah. In, yeah. I did it. In Resay. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise is tons of fun. I'm glad I'm into it. I, uh, I, uh, my computer crashed midstream, so that was a little frustrating, but the, uh, the actual time spent hanging out with people on the internet and hunting some monsters was real intense. It was real intense. I had a great time. I have a giant axe that turns into a giant sword. Mm. Mm. So, cool stuff all around. Cool, 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 cool. And then uh, we got Tuesdays where Alex has some Skater XL action going on. And Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, stacking clips, getting some clips for the Tickety Talks, posting up my uh sick uh tech technical tricks on uh tiktok after i stream skater xl and chill listening to some hip-hop beats 
and hanging out. Mm. Doing kickflips. Mm. It's better for my knees to play Skater XL than to actually skateboard. Oh, yeah. I agree with you there. 100%. I don't skateboard, though. So, just worried about your knees, buddy. All right, Wednesdays. Joel is finally going to be the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You seem disheartened, Joel. <laughs> it's, go, go figure. It. You know... <laughs> it is it is a uh, fun but challenging experience playing disco elysium uh well save it for a later date but i keep on being told i'm close to done so i'm i'm counting down the days until that happens so. all right just let us know when you're done yep Okay. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening and good game, Alex. GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. Good game, Alec. GG. Nailed it. Two hot dogs in lukewarm water. I'm pretty sure that's a Limp Vistit album. Outside of a Home Depot. There we go.